Greetings, friends. This is April Scheffler, but you can call me Sheffy. Welcome to this podcast called Sheffy's Sandbox, where I play, create, and explore topics that I hold dear to my heart or simply find entertaining. Since I spend a considerable amount of time commuting to work, one tool that I have found oh so helpful in my journey has been listening to podcasts. Well, uh, certain podcasts, anyway. Life is full of synchronicities, and podcasts is one area where those seem to be amplified. Certain themes are in the zeitgeist, and it reminds me that as much as we are on our own journeys, we're also journeying together. I have crafted a story that my friend and fellow writer E.A. Williams has graciously voiced. The podcast episodes specified in the story are real enough, and it is my hope that you check them out. This is the story of a woman named Vanessa and her husband, Ray. Vanessa is listening to podcasts such as the Aubrey Marcus podcast that talk about polyamory in a good light. Polyamory is a practice of fully loving your partner by letting them get their needs met in ways you couldn't provide and vice versa. If your spouse is analytical and can't relate to you when it comes to emotional experiences, if your spouse's love language is acts of service but not words of affirmation and is incapable of voicing a compliment, well, here's the answer. Polyamory is a painful but worthwhile quest. It burns away one's selfishness and feelings of ownership and lets the other person explore while at the same time providing a safe, stable place that's always there. They have each other's back. Vanessa likes this idea a lot. She brings it up with her husband time and time again, who is definitely not feeling the same way about it. Vanessa downloads all the right apps and finds some really engaging people who are polyamory friendly and respectful of primary relationship boundaries. She is tortured and conflicted. She loves her husband but at the same time does not want to feel as though she is missing out on something. She wants to really experience life and get those highs of being validated and desired by someone else. She wants to experience new. Is she really willing to sacrifice committed love and stability and risk hurting someone she cares about for fleeting experiences of novelty? Yes, she realizes she is. She feels deeply defective for feeling this way, but wrong or right, that's how she feels. And with tears streaming down her face, she and Ray have another conversation. Ray, who really loves her, can't understand the why of it in any light other than he must be deficient, but he can clearly see that Vanessa is in pain. He meets her honesty with honesty of his own. He doesn't know how he'll feel sharing Vanessa with someone else until he is actually in that position. But if this is something Vanessa is willing to walk away from the marriage for, then he'll try it. He can't promise that he'll be able to stick with it, nor what irreparable damage might be done to their relationship. Vanessa, although not getting the enthusiastic yes she had wanted, has the green light to move forward. But the universe steps in. 
COVID-19 puts any possibility of dating on hold. People she messages and who message her suddenly ghost. Sexual health is a real concern. She wants to get STD testing first as that seems a logical first step, but she doesn't have health insurance. She tries to price out some places, but it all seems ridiculously high for private pay. In the meantime, something else is happening. Vanessa is loving herself. With the COVID keeping everyone distanced, she pours her time into creative projects and self-discovery rituals that she hasn't tried before. She completes exercises in which she envisions a future where she is fulfilled and making the most of her talents. She finds, to her surprise, that by loving herself, she doesn't find herself craving the temporary external validation of anyone else, or that rather, the appetite is curbed. She no longer finds herself looking to porn for quick fixes, which really do nothing but make her feel worse anyway. She stops trying to numb as much with alcohol. She hears an episode on the Day Luna Human Design podcast called Sacred Sexuality with Michael McPherson, in which sacred union and lovemaking are described in ways different than Vanessa had ever heard them before. Sex energy is neither an uncontrollable drive for which we are to be shamed or something that can only be experienced as sexual objectification, but simply energy and as such can be funneled in whatever creative ways one chooses. Well, what about the context of marriage? A quickie just for relief. Well, the guest Michael offers a completely paradigm-shifting suggestion that we start by observing our sexual desires and become present to our societal conditioning, and that we create new desires and expectations of our sex energy and honor physical intimacy as sacred. A few weeks later, as this truth is sitting, Vanessa has a dream that includes Aubrey Marcus. She decides that a good way of honoring the dream will be to check out his podcast as she hasn't listened to it in a while. Lo and behold, she hears the episode, Love Yourself Whole, with Christine Hassler, in which Aubrey, one of those champions of polyamory that Vanessa looks up to, announces his commitment to monogamy and sacred union, and his engagement. He and his guest discuss wholeness and the fact that it all really starts from a place of true self-love. Polyamory is described as a container in which one is always competing, vying for a partner's time, priority, and attention. This container can indeed facilitate growth to a certain point, but monogamy and sacred union can be a great teacher as well of new lessons one simply can't learn in polyamory. Lessons of self-love, self-validation, and the healing that can be accomplished when two people hold space for each other. It's not staying in a marriage just to stay, but about the beauty and extra love two souls generate into the world when they're in alignment with themselves and share a commitment to growth. This rings of truth to Vanessa, and she is left in awe of how the universe often weaves lessons and messages together so beautifully when we're looking for them.
Okay, one thing I thought about adding to this, um, after listening to the Abu Marcus podcast that I reference here, I was at work and uh, I was having to make a business call to someone and the lady on the other end of the phone, she was using um, a very common word, but in a way that I had never heard it um, said before or used before, like the context seemed uh, really off. And, and so I clarified with her, like, that's the word she was using. And I was like, not making myself out to be someone who knows every word in the English language. But I was like, oh, wow, you know, I've never heard it used in that context before. And, um, and so I, I just got off the phone with her after that conversation was done. And I it's just bothering me, like the fact that this, not maybe not so much that she was using her professional voice and using this word in a very uh, inappropriate, but yeah, like I had never heard it used that way before. But that didn't bother me so much as my reaction to it. I'm like, oh, I'm getting all bothered by this. Why? And I was casting judgment on myself. I should just be able to let this go. Why is why am I, you know, sticking in this place of like irritation about it? And so I turned to my coworker and I'm like, "Why is this bothering me so badly?" And you know, I work in a uh, automotive machine shop, and he was at a computer doing whatever he does, uh, figuring out compression ratios or whatever. Anyway, so uh, he's like. Maybe it's because uh, you love words and you feel like words have meaning and you don't think that people should be able to just haphazardly assign a meaning, you know, their own meaning to a word. And so after you've listened to Abu Marcus's podcast, it's about almost at exactly an hour in, you'll hear exactly what we're just talking about how that some people say that the thing you're triggered by most is something about yourself that you don't like and Aubrey was saying eh, that really didn't resonate with him as much as you the things that trigger you the most might be because uh, something that you love about yourself or something that you value is being violated and so, like, after I had heard that podcast, and then my coworker, you know, brought that to my attention, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. This is something I love is the written word. I love language. I love the beauty and the depth and all the shading that words can provide. And when someone just uses a word to mean anything, uh, then, you know, it kind of cheapens it. So yes, I guess maybe I felt like she violated uh, something I loved. And um, so that actually has probably <laughs> no value, except that if I can share it, then that means that there was a, I can uh, bring something productive from that moment of irritation and just encourage you when you are finding yourself irritated and stuck Ask yourself, is something that you love 
about yourself or just in general is that concept being violated and just be aware of it acknowledge it and love yourself whole just like the title of the podcast said with christine hassler all right guys i'm done ranting y'all have a great day